everybody. This is Kelly from The Truth in Story. And today for the Chit Chat Podcast, we have a wonderful guest whose name is Miss Claire. And she goes by Foxfire Forest on Instagram. And let me just say that if you are not following her on Instagram, you need to follow her on Instagram because she has a gorgeous Instagram account where you will see a gorgeous tarot deck that we're going to talk about. But first, hello, Claire. <laughs> Hi, Kelly. How are you? It's so good to talk to you in person. No, I'm so excited. I stumbled on Claire's... I don't even truthfully know how I saw your um, Instagram account, but I definitely saw your Instagram... I want to say I saw your Instagram before I... I don't know. Were you on my YouTube channel before that? I can't remember. I saw. Don't even, I don't remember either. To yeah. tell you the honest truth, I have no idea. Because That's I so strange. Really like I can't remember how it all came together exactly. I saw her on. I definitely I, saw her on Instagram and started following her. And she has. She's working on a deck of all animals. Correct. Like no people. No people. There's some. People parts in <laughs> people guess, parts. Uh-oh. People parts. Um, you know the the hierophant card that is an owl has um has an eye in it. Gotcha. Um, and the chariot has some hands in it, but for the most part, there are no people parts. And even when the people parts are in it, they don't seem like they're attached to people. Like. I agree because symbols. yeah, because I've seen those cards, and until you just said that, it didn't even dawn on me that there were people parts in the card. It's not the, it's not what you see. Right, exactly. And the reason for the animal deck is because there are, you know, there are lots of decks that have people in them that I just can't connect with. And it's not that I don't have decks that have people in them. I have a lot, but. I'm kind of funny. Like, I love those old playing card, kind of cartoony type people Mm -hmm. in decks. And um, that's, I don't know, that's something that I really don't like to necessarily draw, though, but I love that. And animals are just something that I've always been really connected to. And I feel like it takes out when you're just using animals, everyone can relate to them. Mm -hmm. And... You know, with people, sometimes you have to make sure that you're, you know, make, I don't know, I just, I, Annika, nobody's here, mm-hmm. who um, has a YouTube channel as well. She was talking about this one time, like the faces on some people cards, like she just can't connect to them. And I really get that, yeah. what she's talking about. But most importantly, I just feel connected to animals and Andy Warhol one time asked someone what he should paint when he first started out, and that person told him you should paint what you love. Mm-hmm. So he started painting lots of, you know, $100 bills, I guess, um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which well, worked out for him really well. I was going well. to just say, I think that that kind of worked out. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I'm, I want to make this deck about something that I love and also hopefully people can relate to. And, and that's what I love. So I'm going to put my heart into it. Yeah. So, no, so that's why, but there are some people parts, parts. thrown in but here and there. you're not going to see like a whole person in it, so to speak. No, definitely not this deck yeah. for sure. And it's gorgeous. I have to say that this, this, so is, um, this, this spring, spring for me has been all about animal decks. And I, I, 
was late on, let's say, like the Wild Unknown Tarot, which obviously doesn't have any people in it either. I don't even know if it has people parts. I, don't even th- I mean, you have swords and things, but I don't think there's any parts. Right, no people parts. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I'm just going to use that now. But I've actually found that to be a, the no people concept to be very helpful for reading for clients with um, past issues, like family issues and things, where sometimes mm-hmm. having people... Um, it actually triggers things like having a mother figure. They don't relate to that. Maybe they don't have a very good experience with their mother, you know what I'm saying, or a father or something. We're having the, all animals sort of takes that step away. And I have found to be animal decks to be really powerful for that kind of stuff. Oh, absolutely. And I have a great story about the wild unknown. Do you want to hear oh, it? Of course. So um, the wild unknown tarot deck. Uh, Kim Kranz's deck, which I absolutely love. And my deck is not like that. It's completely different. No, no, no. Different. It's totally different art, but totally different as, art, just but as stunning. I'm not kidding you. When totally I first saw so your much. image, I was just like, holy goodness, is this a deck and where can I get it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really different. Like, it's not like anything else out For there. Sure. So. Not, not that I've seen. Right, but it's, I guess you could say that about any artist's deck because it's, you know, their, yeah. their vision. Um, but Kim Kranz's deck, when I feel like this creating this deck has been part of my path as an artist from like for over 20 years, mm. even though I just started creating it, right. like everything just lined up to be, you know, I used to make these artist trading cards and I used to paint. I've seen um, those before. Yeah. I used to paint miniatures and um, I have a great love for them. These old like miniature paintings with so much detail. And I used to do those by hand. And when I was in college and I had a couple of shows they were always about mythology and they were, you know, I was reading the golden bow and I was reading Joseph Campbell and I was very interested in that. Like I have an old piece that I did in, in college that was a print. So I was a sculpture major as an undergraduate. And then I was, um, a printmaker as a graduate student because my sculpture got progressively flatter. Mm. It shifted from 3D to, uh, to flat work, which is really interesting because I used to make, well, at least it's interesting to me. I used to make these, um, these sculptures and they, they looked almost like stage sets. My work has always been very narrative, which mm-hmm. is perfect like for the tarot because sure. it's all about stories, right? As you well know. Yes, I know. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> so the sculptures were very narrative. They looked like stage sets, um, things that where stories could play out and different characters would be involved based on mythology. And, mm. and um, so I would then I would photograph these things after I made them. And what happened was eventually, you know, it took a lot to store these sculptures and things. <laughs> That's true. Right. That makes sense. I mean, you don't think about that, but you see, you see artist studios with paintings piled up if they're sculptures. My goodness. Right, right. So um, the photographs became really interesting as well. And then. You know, people weren't using the computer so much to do digital work. So I would take the, the photographs and I would have them put on, I would put them onto silk screens. Okay. 
and then I would print them and I would make prints, but they were, they were photographs. They were sculptures that became flat, that became photographs, that became prints. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all about process. Mm -hmm. So these old Marseille decks and things like that with the, um, the line work line is so important to me. And you can see that in your images of this deck there. I feel like that's what I think uh, really attracted me to the first image that I saw is Mm -hmm. that there were these very bold lines like you see in the Marseille decks, um, that I think are just stunning because it just makes everything pop. Oh, thank you so much. Um, the line work for me is like a meditation, this repetition of lines. And the way that I do them is um, I just draw a gazillion lines at first. Like I just I did, put everything now, now in. Let me just say she does have a YouTube channel. Uh, there's just a couple videos up there, but I think there's two at least of ones where you kind of see your drawing process. Yes, for sure. So if people wanted to see that, they would. You you should, and I highly recommend. I will put, you can't do link links, but I'll make sure I'll put her YouTube channel name because it's so, because exactly what you just said is so interesting how many lines you actually start out with. And what it ends up with is really so Because it ends up being very crisp (laughs) and doesn't see, but it starts with so many lines. Right. When I draw the high priestess card um, at the end, that high priestess looks very different. But you can see the process mm-hmm. there where it's like so, so many lines and it's very intuitive. Mm-hmm. And then I just take away all the lines that don't belong. So, so right, almost, which you can see in that process of watching it where you start to actually remove things and then sometimes re-add and then remove. It's, it's a very fascinating thing to watch. Right. And it's all drawn by hand. And I used to do with these, um, you know, I, I love to work on paper, but this deck I'm working on the computer, but it's all drawn. You know, it's like I'm using at first oh, I was using. these that. little. Like, yeah, you can see the stroking like, you know, obviously I'm assuming you're using like a pad that has a artist pen attached. To yeah, it. I have. Um, I've been working a lot on the iPad because it's um, it's great. Now it's I have this new app me that you do that you're doing that on an iPad. Uh, right. Well, I used to do it on my computer with uh-huh. a tablet, but right. then looking at the screen while you're drawing. You're kind of and, just separating away from the process. Right. It's somewhat, it's, it's separated, but on the iPad, you can actually touch the screen. Right. So it's, do you use a stylus? A lot of those were done with these really crappy rubbery styluses. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I have the iPad Pro and the Apple Pencil. So like that's kind of transformed things for me a little bit because... The, the end of the pencil has, like, a tip that's hard. So, <laughs> yeah, that's so like, it feels like you're using a pencil more? Yeah, definitely. It's it's kind of amazing. So um, shout out for the Apple Pencil. But right. um, I'm always for shouting out Apple anyways, except for their <laughs> iPhones. I don't have an iPhone because uh-huh. I, love, I love Android, so I can't give up my Android. But other thing, everything yeah. else, I have Apple. <laughs> yeah, my iPhone is so old, it's ridiculous. It, like, gasps when I turn it on. But um, <laughs> that's because my iPad... Like I just put the money into the iPad. Yeah, that's for obviously right, right now. That's more important. Yeah, that's what I need. But um, so anyway, I forgot to tell you my wild unknown story. We're coming yes. back around. <laughs> yeah, we definitely. We, <laughs> we just went on a crazy tangent. Um, so when I was first starting this deck, I was thinking about it, and I knew it would be a lot of time. You know, I put a lot of yeah. st- a, a lot of study into it. That's, yeah, seventy eight cards. So seventy eight yeah, paintings. <laughs> seventy eight cards, and the tower is very important to me. You know, um, 
it's been a great spiritual tool in my life. Um, How just long like, have you been working with the tarot, would you say? You know, I, I bought my first deck when I was 19. Wow. You know, I think we're about we're about the same age now. So um, <laughs> I don't know, it might be older than you. I'm 47. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we're, we're you're very, we're, very... We're in the ballpark. park. Huh? <laughs> really close. So um, that's why I think, you know, you... I, you're so authentic and I relate to you so much, but they're like with certain things you say, because we're so, we're like so yeah. close in age. Like I, I get, you know, like we get each other. <laughs> so, um, what was I saying? I, yeah, I picked up my first deck. I'm going to get to this wild unknown story we'll, we'll before we there. end, we'll but this is, let me, let me get this idea out because it's, it, it's, yeah, it's something important. that, um, I wanted to talk about. Yeah. I bought my first deck when I was in college, when I was about 19. And I remember, buying the, it was just a Rider Wade Smith. And I remember buying the deck and I bought a book to go along with it. Mm. And, um, in this metaphysical store close by this gift store that I used to work at when I was in college. And I remember coming home with it and like hiding it. Oh, <laughs> I was afraid, right. you know, still living at home when I'm in college, yeah. someone's going to find it and think I'm like, <laughs> worshiping the devil or something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it was this amazing, um, magic tool for me, you know, I, when I first saw it, because it was so secret, you know, I had to keep it. And, um, it, it, I felt like I had this thing in my hands that was almost alive, you right. know? It, it had like a life of its own. So I started back then. And as we already spoke about, my work has a lot to do with mythology. And, you know, I, I was doing prints. Um, I have old prints where Odin is in it. And he's like spying the runes, you know, yeah. things like that. So I started then. And then, you know, I got away from it for a little while. And a few years later, I came back to it. And then I started investigating uh, different kinds of decks. And um, so I've been working with it for a long time. But the yeah. serious study before I created, started to actually create the deck was about two years. Because yeah. when, you know, I was thinking about it, it's about, it's coming around two years now. I said, I really have to make sure that I know this inside and out. And right. that's, a, that's a very good point to make, because I mean, if you're going to, to paint, it's not just an art prog process, right? You know, it's actually a, you're, you're making archetypes, you're making, you know, that that's more than just, oh, let me just draw a hierophant. Like you have to know the hierophant so that you can draw it. Right, exactly. You have to, you know, do I, at least for it to resonate. Right, you know? I mean, I'm sure there are decks in which people just draw and don't do that, but I think the ones that stand out are the ones where you you know you do do that work to know it. Right. I think that it's it's interesting because I have some art decks that you know are maybe collaborative decks, mm -hmm. and people didn't necessarily know so much about the tarot, and I love those too in a sense, Visually, artistically. Maybe more, yeah because they kind of shake up my thinking about some of the cards. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's one of the reasons why I have so many decks that I collect. Way, because everyone you look at, you get this little sideways other view that's right. quite interesting. Yeah, so um, so I think there that you know you can make an argument for both. But for me personally... Yeah. Uh, if you're going to put your time into it, you wanted to have that. I'm a fire sign. I'm all <laughs> research. Yeah. You know, I'm going to learn and learn and learn. So um, at the beginning of that process, I had the wild unknown oh. and um, getting back. <laughs> See, look, <laughs> we swung back around. We got swung there. Back around. So um, I, 
I was using that deck and I was contemplating, do I really want to start on this? This is going to be a big time commitment. Is this the right path Mm -hmm. to put my work into? And um, I talked about this a little bit on Instagram when I just got the animal, uh, the animal spirit deck, which I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. And I asked the wild unknown, Mm -hmm. should I do this? You know, is this, this the right direction for me to start on this? Right. And, um, I, I pulled the high priestess card. <laughs> she shows up. She's she's a sassy thing that shows up a lot, doesn't she? She was pretty sassy. Yeah. And, I, you know, I read the meaning and I said, I, you know, I took that as a resounding yes. Yeah, was- I definitely would say that was a yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now I, had, I just recently got the animal spirit and I had them both out together. And I was like thinking about what direction I should go in the deck because, you know, there's, it, the, yeah. creating a deck, it has its own life and it has a lot of tower moments, which I'm learning. Yeah. Oh, which, that is um, so funny. Can, oh, I, I'll tell you later. I have to tell you something about that. Remind me. Okay, I'll remind you. We can't. <laughs> so, um, going through that lately, you know, because the act of creating something, there's a lot of destruction involved yeah. with creation, and right? Kind of re- so Reassessing where you're at going and that kind of thing. Yeah, constantly tearing things down and rebuilding them. Yeah. At least for me, you know, right. and like in when this process. is done, it's going to be done. And excuse my little puppy. Yeah, it's okay, we too. love dogs here. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of tower moments when you're creating something because I think, but like at least for me, you know, the tower can be a scary card, but it's 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 almost like where you get to a point of. Um, mastery in something Mm -hmm. and I'm like by far not a master you know we're always we're learning I've I've been in our office all my life but you know I'm not Michelangelo like I'll never be a master that's the whole part that's the whole point of it it's why you keep going keep drawing keep learning keep creating new things so you know you have to tear it down I'm not afraid to do that you know I'm not going to put something out that once I put it out it's my baby. I love it. It's it's in my eyes will be perfect. Um, and now, would you say that it's easier being digital to be to be able to kind of tear things down and reput that? Does that help to be digital because you could like unlayer things and is that that process easier for you? Yeah, it definitely helps. But many times I scrap the whole thing and start oh, over. Oh dear. Yeah, which is okay. I mean, it's part of the process. You probably learned something from that first card about where you wanted to go. So it's not wasted time. It's just part of the process. Right, and I and I'll have dreams about it. You know, I'll go to sleep and um, I'll have a dream about something, and you know, a card, and I'll I'll have to change it. And if it's coming out in my dreams, I know that right. this is Pay not attention. right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But do um, you have the problem that you never feel like one is finished or do you do get to the point where you feel like this is it? Oh, no, that would be crazy, right? I mean, <laughs> well, but there are people like that that can't stop tweaking, right? You know, you just see at right. some point you have to like say, okay, this one's done. <laughs> well, it's, it's such a balance because, you know, temperance is, um, is my birth card. So that's pretty important card to me. And it's, and the chariots involved there too, but it's such a balance because you can't always just throw the baby out, you know, um, the lover's card, the hierophant, I'm almost done completely with the major arcana. That's a big pro, you know, that's a big progress piece. Yeah, it's a, it's a big part of it. And I'm still, you know, flipping around some ideas in my mind about exactly how I want to tackle the minor. The minor I was, was going to ask you next, or you, next if whether it was going to be 
uh, scenic or was it going to be more pip style or did you have any clues on how you're going? Um, you know, I've been so involved with pip decks right now and I never thought I would do that. No, but me either. And I'm the same way. I know it's crazy. It's interesting how like we all get involved in this seems like the same things at the same time. It's like waves. uh, There's definitely waves of things, I think. Absolutely. So I'm thinking that, you know, there's going to be some kind of a combination, not Mm -hmm. like I would do a deck that had pips and maybe, you know, Certain parts of it would be pippish. But still have the energy or some message there within the... I, I quite like that. I think that I like... I guess for myself, I'm finding that decks... And I have... Like you, I have quite a few decks. And lots of them are Rider-Waite-Smith-based with the you know with the scenes on them. But mm. then sometimes they don't line up with, say, the way that I read something. Because I read very numerologically and very much with the, you know, the elements and the numerology. And so right. sometimes... I find but since I've started with Marseille this year that I there's a freedom in the Marseille mm. decks because all of a sudden it's not confined by the simple simple image that sometimes I find myself explaining away in a reading saying I know what this looks like but you know this is what a you know nine really means or you know whatever the fours especially the fours and the Rider Waite Smith I have problems with but but yeah there's something about those pip style decks even if they still have imagery behind it like the Heindel Tarot, um, even the Wild Unknown, you still get, there's pippishness to it, but there's still, you know, you still have something there to work with behind the pips. Right. I think the numbers, and it's so funny that that I'm saying this because I never thought I would. At one time I was considering not even including anything like that. It would just be an image related to, you know, the meaning of that mm-hmm. card. But I think I, I might do a, a combination of something somehow. But that that's the big project this summer. Yes. I'm pretty much done with all of the uh, the court cards. Um, wow. The elemental part of this deck is really important. The earth, air, fire, water. So how are you doing it traditional, like uh, swords? And how what are you doing, thinking to do pip-wise? Or not pip-wise, but miners-wise. Are you doing the traditional? Um, it's definitely going to be traditional you know it's not going to be um i don't know i i'm still i I don't want to really commit to that because no i I totally understand that that i'm kind of like you're not there yet and i don't want to say anything the word with it that's for sure yeah and then the word traditional i mean there's so many different things sometimes you can go back in marseille decks and get acorns and you know know, there's a lot of flexibility there um for me i don't ever really much care about the actual items let's say like a a coin or a pentacle or a Mm -hmm. stone but i have a harder time when decks swap the elements around and even that i know is very fluid because in different time periods there were some you know there are different takes on that right Um, but yeah definitely the elements will not be switched a lot of the cards have like my magician card is a fox of course no i know it and um you know he's actually built out of all of the elements so so amazing yeah the images um come together so he's like at one point in the card he's actually dissolving into water and you know there's there are feathers in that card the air is taken care of and there's i feel like with the magician card for me you know you have all these elemental energies and to use them to manifest they're actually they're in you you're made of them no 
sure. The earth, the air, fire, water, they're, they're in your very being. They're part of your body. Like you have, they're in your soul and all of it's a part of you. So when I, I think of that magician, rather than just having those tools outside so, of him. Right. So external. Yeah. I wanted that. I wanted that fox in that magician card to kind of be made of all of these elements that you can then put together, like in temperance, you can take these different elements and put them together. And now you're going to create something new and bring it into the world and manifest. So, you know, there's, there's a lot to go into it just in that one card, Mm -hmm. you know? I know. Yeah. That's the thing is it's definitely, because it isn't just even the sitting down and drawing. It's, it's the concept and the thinking and the, you know, having to decide really where you're going. Right. And, and there are some things that come to you and you have to be open, just like the high priestess and and the moon card, you know, you have to be open to these subconscious things that come to you and, and come out, you know, because this synchronicity is a huge part of it. Like the high priestess card had to be, had to be a deer. It had to be like, I was having dreams about it. I'm very connected to that. And, you know, one time I have a deer and a fox tattoo oh, that I got many, many, many years ago. Right. And I drew it myself. And then I searched around for an artist to um, actually draw it for me that had a similar style to me because I wanted my art on right. me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that took a really long time, but I did that. But this, um, it's, it's Patrick is going to love this. Hi, Patrick. Shout out. I hope Shout you love this, you know, uh, <laughs> I had some experiences in Acadia National Park in, in Bar Harbor with yeah. with, uh, with the deer, and I was I was walking one night like on a hike right before it was um, you know right before the sun went down. One of my favorite times to do that, and I walked through this part of the forest that was literally drowned mm. because these the beavers had built dams. And they had shifted the flow of the water so that it had drowned all these trees. And I was in the forest looking at this and contemplating it. And it was really like it like it transformed that forest into a a very different kind of place. Mm -hmm. And I, I stayed there for a little while and I was thinking about these things. And then I went to hike out and this doe maybe about 12 feet in front of me, walked out on the path. And we both froze and we stared at each other and she looked me right in the eye. Oh my goodness. And we stayed there for a little while. It was like this moment of understanding that I really can't even put into words. And then she just walked away and I walked out. And I'll I'll never forget that. No, that was like a high priestess moment, especially at the water. Like you just like... That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it completely was. And I'm very lucky in my life that I've had those moments. Because um, that's the moment. I tell you stories, girl. One day we could sit down and, oh, boy. comes alive. Like, that's a moment <laughs> in which you see that tarot isn't really about the pictures on the paper. Like, it is about kind of shortcutting you into those kind of moments that are outside of all of this. And to have that experience in real life is just amazing. 
Yeah, it was really amazing and uh, totally agreed. So, you know, when I was thinking about this high priestess card. You knew what it had to be then. It had to be. But even besides that, I kept dreaming about it. I kept seeing the image, seeing the image, seeing the image. And that's why that one came out kind of quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. You guys, if you check out that YouTube video, you'll see the first line work drawing for that card, Mm -hmm. um, which looks very different when it's done. That's just like the first sketch. You can see the process. Now, have you in in, in the reverse of that experience, have you had any cards in which you kind of knew what it is that you wanted, but it just wasn't going to be that way? It wasn't it wanted to go in another direction Hmm. where you've just been pretty good about, you know, listening to your instinct to know the right thing. No, there definitely sometimes like the moon card is a struggle. I think I have three versions of it right now. Okay. You just uh, need to send them to me. I'll take a look at them. <laughs> the moon it, card is a hard one. I would say for myself, as an, I, not as an artist, but if I was an artist, that would be a really difficult one. There's so much going on. It's so important in that card. Oh, and I love that card so much. So that's part of the yeah. um, that's part of the struggle. You know, the moon means so many things to me. But one of the, like on a personal level, that nighttime um, act of creation and pulling from those subconscious energies, mm-hmm. um, I associate so much with just art making. Yeah, and. Um, So that's a really important card to me because so many times when I was in college and when I was younger, I really couldn't make my art until everyone else was just asleep and away. That's how I am with writing, too. I write in the middle of the night. Yeah, because the world is quiet Mm -hmm. and you can kind of access those things without any interruptions that you need for inspiration. And the moon energy. I think it's a different energy than the sun. Now, some people are the opposite, obviously, and you're going to do it in the full bright of sun, but... Right. I'm a right. Moon, moon creator too. <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, that card is very important to me. And um, I really have to think about do I want to put everything in here? Do I want to leave some yeah. of these things out? You know, I have some some interest. The dogs in that car, uh, card are obviously really important to me, but so is the lobster. Do I want it to be a lobster? Right. Do I want it to There's be so a crab? Many but, you know, yeah. you know um, is it going to be this kind of crab? Should I only show this much? And I yeah. painted that card by hand. I did it digitally. It's oh, like, no. it was a combo of two. Like, so that one, it, you know, it's working itself yeah. out. Um, and it's just part of the process, which I'm okay with. You know, I'm not going to... You're just letting it, that process be and not struggling against that. Right. There's There can't be a struggle. You know, I, I, I'm putting this deck out myself, so I really don't have the time constraints. You know, I want people to have it that want it and, and love it and, and really want to use it. Mm-hmm. But like I was saying earlier, sometimes, you know, you see so many decks, they're churned out mm-hmm. so quickly and I don't want to be resigned to the back door, the, the back drawer. You know, I, I don't want I want this deck to be something that someone uses. So yeah. I'm going to put everything into it because in the end, if someone gets it, like it, it's a representation of me and I can't do it any other way. Right. It's got to be true. It's got to be the truth. And truth yeah. is truth is important in story and yeah. important in art. Right. It no, has to sure. be. I mean, art is part of it. It's telling the story. I mean, it is it is all part of story. Um now, what about for you, like, when you buy a tarot deck, like, are there certain cards that you look at that, like, these are really important or make it and break it kind of cards? Definitely, um, there are make it and break it cards. Obviously, temperance, which 
you know, people don't really spend a lot of time on that yeah, card sometimes. No, you're right. And um, that's so that's a make it or break it card for me. It, it has to be done well. I don't want. I feel like sometimes that one, sometimes that card's kind of left out. But that card to me is all about alchemy. Yeah. You know, there, there's such magic in that card. So if it's not great, you know, I, I might leave it alone. But I will also buy a deck just because I love one card. Oh, so you go the opposite way, too. That's a good one. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. But there might be... See, the way I see it in terms of collecting, for me, mm -hmm. if it speaks to me, you know, I cannot own a Van Gogh. I don't have that kind of money. But um, some of these decks I might not use, but I'll buy them from the for the art and... Some people might think, oh, well, if you buy a deck and you don't use it, you shouldn't do that. You know, I, I don't see it that way because I do use it. I, I constantly have it out. I might not read with it, but I have a piece of that artist's mm -hmm. work that I can't afford to buy their painting, you know, but I, I have 78 of their parts. parts. I know. It's amazing. <laughs> like, that's amazing. It is amazing. And like we talked about, even with... A deck, let's say, we're not going to work with. Now, I will say I'm one of those people, just because I have to control myself in some form right this moment. Right, right. And so I tend to only, if I'm not, if I really will not work with a deck, I tend to move it on. That doesn't mean I won't get it back someday when I'm collecting more. But, right. um, but like we were talking about, that every single one you look at, even if it's not one that you completely resonate with, you mm. see a, a facet of those cards in a, in a different way that you learn something from it. It's fascinating. It really is. And it's, um, you know, it's not about the hype for me. Like I don't have to have the deck that everyone wants. Right. It really has to speak Although to me. Although I do think that's going to happen anyways, but go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, that, well, like if I'm buying a deck and everyone, yeah, this, gotcha. deck, this deck, this deck, there's been a couple of them recently, Oracle decks. And, you know, Oracle decks, I'm, I'm really, really, really picky about because I'm more of a tarot person. So I, I use them for, oh, it's okay. Oh. <laughs> that was easy. I use them for very specific reasons. So yeah, I never um, had an Oracle deck, I think, until last. Well, I had two. I had the Celtic Tree Oracle and I had... Brian Frow's Heart of Fairy that somebody gifted to me like, I don't know, 15 years ago or so. But other mm -hmm. than those two, I, I until last year, I never had Oracle cards. I was definitely more of a tarot person. Yeah, because I really like the built-in system of mm -hmm. it. That's what I'm finding too. Although now, I mean, I really do incorporate a lot of Oracle now, but it's always mm -hmm. generally always in conjunction with tarot other, okay. than, other than Oracle decks that have systems involved. Yes, and so there's certain Oracle decks that are really important to me. Um, nobody else has them. You know, nobody else wants them. Nobody else has them. So it's, mm -hmm. it's not about that, like, hyped-up deck. Mm -hmm. If I buy it, it's for a very personal reason, and it's something that I feel really connected to in that deck. It could be one card. It could be the artist. It could be multiple cards. Mm -hmm. But... Um, you know, sometimes I put uh, pictures on Instagram. When I read with the cards, it I put a lot of work into it. Like if I'm doing a three, even a three card spread, a lot goes into that yeah. for me before I do it because it's serious to me. You know, yeah. and um, I might post a picture that I think every person like Kelly. You know, you you read the cards the way Kelly reads the mm -hmm. cards. Yeah, yeah. You know, that comes through. 
I read the cards the way I read right. the cards and, and everybody else has their style and how they see the cards and most importantly, how they put the story together, mm-hmm. right? Which is very that's, individual. Yeah, because you see, like if I do a spread, I see how all those cards connect. I don't so much see them as individuals. I see them as mm-hmm. what what is going on with all of these connections. They become like characters. Something is being played out here at this particular moment in this particular time, and I'm going to weave this story together, yeah. right? How are they talking to each other? I love that kind of... Right, they're they're talking, they're playing. There, there's like this this concept, and there's a lot of wisdom because they're built on all of these archetypes, and there's there's so many systems and of numbers and numerology and meanings put into these cards, right? So it takes takes time, even with those three cards, and you know I'll put a picture on Instagram and have that written. And, you know, there's a lot of people that comment and about these things. And many times these readings are not for me. Right. They're, they're from learning, right? right. So um, how these things go together. So it's not like I'm doing a reading for myself and putting it out there. I'm putting it out there that, you know, maybe someone's going to connect to it and see the cards differently. And that's what I do when I'm on there, like, you know, I want to. I want to see how did you put these things right. together? What special way? You know, did you do that? That can make me see these cards differently, or see a concept or something about the world differently. Mm-hmm. That makes me go, ooh, you know. Oh, I'm gonna take. A, ooh, I'm like, gonna take a second look at that. <laughs> like I really like this. This changed something about my day. This influenced me in a way that might make me look at something in a new way, and that's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get like this one word thing, like, or two words, what deck? Not, hey, how are you? <laughs> I know. And I, I, I especially like that when you've already like hashtagged or already put the deck name in there and you right. still get what deck. <laughs> Although I have to say there are some times that I just see a deck that I'm like, oh my goodness, what is that? And they haven't put the deck name. And I'm probably one of those persons that said, what is that deck? <laughs> no, but it's, it's the way it, it's the I way. Know. No, I totally, you know, know? like, um, that's probably just what I did the first time I courtesy, saw one of you. You know, like, oh, that's nice. What deck is that? Do you mind me asking? No, it'll just be like, what deck? Question mark. I, <laughs> well, like, I bet you anything. The very first comment I ever did on one of yours was, was in exclamation points. What deck is that? With exclamation points. You know what? Maybe I know you and I know where it's coming from, but I know <laughs> that that's not you you know what I mean yeah you're yeah. very intuitive and you kind of like get that um no but I will say the get first that time feel, I, you know yeah but so, your image was so what I don't I'm trying to remember what card it was it wasn't the lovers which is the rabbits I want I don't know but the first one I saw, I was just like, oh, my goodness, I need that. I think it was the Hierophant, maybe. Oh, that might be. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it might have been the Hierophant, because I think that was one of the ones, mm-hmm. one of the first ones that I was, I posted, which, you know, I'm very, <laughs> I'm so shy about. I guess oh, it's horrible. Should, yeah, but you shouldn't be, because they're so stunning. Now, I know, but it is, it's just a, it's just a protection of your baby. Yes. You know, oh, that, I it's, it, that's that. basically what it is you know while it's it's hard to put I mean it's hard to put put things out there you know that, that's part of yourself because 
mm-hmm. you know, no matter what, you know, they say we got to develop a thicker skin, all this kind of, it's still, no matter what, it's difficult because once it leaves you and is mm-hmm. out there, it's kind of standing out on its own to be, to be judged and this kind of thing. And that's very difficult. Yeah. You know, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I went to uh, an art school, you know, where that's all we did 24 seven was have critique, you know, wow. constantly with peers. So my skin's really thick. <laughs> it's just, um, it's a timing thing, you know, um, is, is this ready to be out there yet? Yeah. Do I want to make changes? And I, I don't want to put it out there yet. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with, uh, some people are going to love this mm-hmm. deck, I hope. And, you know, some people are probably going to hate it and that's okay. You know, we all like different decks for different reasons. I don't think anybody should hate it, but they may not resonate with it. <laughs> right. They don't resonate. And it's perfectly fine yeah. because I. the worst thing that could happen is, you know, I don't want some people to buy it because it's like the new thing right. or the hot thing or, you know, anything like that. Like, I really want them to buy it because they love the art, it because it speaks to them, yeah. because there's something about, you know, there, there's something in it. Like when I did that high priestess card. Mm-hmm. There is something in the look mm-hmm. of that animal's eye that I can't explain, at least for me. Right. And if that happens for you and you want the deck, mm-hmm. then that's really going to make me happy. That's but what you want to have the deck. Right. That's, that's what I, you know, because when it comes down to it, like this started out is just for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to make a deck for me, you know, yeah. um, that, that I would love. So it's, it's like the wild unknown. That deck does that for me. There's some, you know, one of the reasons why that deck is so popular, at least in my opinion, is there is something in that deck that you can't describe. Yeah. It's, you can't put your finger on it. It's like a shifting yeah. thing. But and it's it, one of those that could be, because I get the question all the time, you know, is it hype? Is it hype? Is that deck really hype? Um, because it has, you know, obviously they've marketed very well. You know, mm-hmm. they definitely, you know, it's definitely got the hype behind it. But it's one of those that could be just hype, and but it's not. You know, it's, it's not. It's not. But, it, it, you know, I could see where people ask that because it is so hyped. But it, this one is actually one of those ones that it's like, there's a reason why. <laughs> yeah, it's not um it and it's that is such a magical thing to have that something Come that it's kind of like um you know when I think about that deck I think almost it it's almost like this very loud silence. That's a very good way to put it. It's like a it's because it's in that silence that you know, there, there's so much that you're getting out of it. This is crazy because it just like art, sometimes, you know, you talk about visual things, you can't put them into words, mm-hmm. but it has that something, has a very quiet nature that is screaming at you so many things. Mm-hmm. And it also makes me laugh. Which you know, good. I, I like that about decks. I like I, a deck that's got a little bit of humor in it because life, you know, if we can't laugh at life, we're going to all go crazy. <laughs> right. And it's not like the cards are funny. It's right. like when I read with that deck, um, it'll tell me things at times that make me go, oh, uh, duh. Yeah. You know, I don't you know, I got the tarot does that to me all the time. <laughs> I love it at, when you review decks and they get you like that. <laughs> There was an Oracle deck that you reviewed and it wasn't like, you know, you didn't really gel with it. Right. right. Kelly, you cracked me up. Oh, no. 
Oh my goodness. I was having a bad day. I came home and I watched your review. <laughs> I was dying. Was I, I definitely so... have very visceral experiences with text. Because before the words came out of your mouth, I was like, you already knew they were in my head, you know? And I was like, exactly. It was so funny. Oh my God. Um, so I, yeah, that's one of the things, you know, you're just so, you're a very authentic person and it comes through on camera, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the same thing with this deck. Yeah, when, see, um, I would say the same thing to you with the art though, because that's what drew me in is I, didn't, I don't think I knew anything about you at all when I, it was just this image and it was really that moment where, you know, when you see something that somebody's created, I do think that that, you, you see something about them. Like you, there was this little piece that you see and there was just that, whoa, <laughs> I have got Got to, I got to, got to watch this a little bit closer. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And it, it's, you know, going to art school. That's something that you struggle with all the time. People mm-hmm. don't know that, and they don't see that unless they've been through that situation. Yeah. Because there's this constant uh, struggle with authenticity. Yeah. You're around tons of other artists, and right. like, I can make some crap for you that looks like art. Right. right. But it's not me. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll put it in a gallery in Soho, Mm -hmm. but there's not, it's not authentic me. Yeah, I mean, that's where you're kind of, the difference between a reproduction, not even saying that it's like literally line by line, but that sort of reproduction where it feels more like a, a just a, a print of something. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't really feel like this. You can tell the difference. I mean, all, then you'll see a piece that may be quieter and simpler, but all mm-hmm. of a sudden you see somebody's soul through it, and it's a whole nother experience. Yeah, and it's like, and sometimes you'll see a deck, and, um, you know, you really like that deck, and th- th- this, this um, you know, hurts me sometimes when I see that. It just bothers me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll see that, oh, but the, you just took this picture off of Google and redrew it. Like, I know I've seen this picture somewhere before, mm-hmm. and that's, um, you know, like, I feel like that's not your true voice. Yeah, everybody has to find their voice. Right. Um, but listen, this is anybody that attempts to make any kind of death. No, that's the them thing. so much credit because yes. it's like a it's a journey. You it's know, the really. thing. Yeah, I feel like that even about decks that I review or walk through that I don't like. Even let's you mm-hmm. know, even if it's some of it's just I don't resonate. But there are a couple that I literally just don't like. Right. That per somebody has still put a lot of time and a lot of work uh, into a deck, and so you know there's this there's this fine line between you know expressing that, which I think is a fair expression, but mm-hmm. being careful to respect that that somebody's put a lot of time and effort into somebody and, and put themselves out there like that, and that that counts for something. Absolutely, I yeah. you know I give them complete props, and I um, I appreciate so much of that. Yeah, that's not an easy thing. Um, so now you were telling me because I. I need to wrap this baby up, but um, I, I have to get this in here because you said something about that you were getting ready to do readings at a paranormal. Because we need to, we're just going to have to have a whole nother chat because you did tell me that there are some cool, like, ghost kind of stories that we can talk about. So we're going to have to have a part two chat. <laughs> Kelly, I can tell you some stories. Uh, I can tell you some stories, too. Oh, but, my goodness. Let's uh, chat later. <laughs> yeah, we will have I to have a feeling two. that if we ever met in person, it would be like a 48-hour. I know. Let's get it all out there. Chat, yeah? We definitely have to do a podcast chat just about ghosts and things because I think that's yeah, cool. Yeah, sure. I'd definitely do that. So um, one thing about that that I want to say mm-hmm. 
is um, I'm the biggest skeptic in the world. Me too. That's the funny thing is when you're yeah. a skeptic, you get proven wrong. Exactly. And so that's what it's about, the whole um, paranormal ghost hunting thing for me. You know, I have a few friends that that do it, you know, that have been on the TV shows and stuff like that. And um, I've always been interested in it because if you're interested in any of these, if you're interested in the tarot, you're, you're interested in all of these yes. things that have to do with life, right? Exactly. Like, I want to definitely know, more likely like, to be interested, I think, in that sort of metaphysical outside of the physical body thing. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I want to know, you know, that you're, you're saying that you had this experience and that experience. I want to know for myself, you know, I want to have that experience, you know, but you have to show me, right? Because I'm a skeptic. Right. So, um, so I've, I have done a lot of paranormal events and I've had some experiences, but you know, that, like I said, I'm a, I'm a skeptic and I've had some amazing things happen to me and, um, you know, I know they happen to me because I'm coming from yeah, scientific minds, yeah. you know, scientific viewpoint. And um, so, yeah, so I was asked to do a, a talk at um, a paranormal event. You can find it on my Instagram page because mm-hmm. I can't even tell. It's at the, I think, the, Haut- the Houghton Mansion. Um, I go to so many of these things right. that, you know, I can't tell you exactly the date. So are you it, actually going to do readings for people time. or are you doing a, a talk about things? I'm doing a workshop. Oh, so, nice. Um, yeah, we're, I'm going to do a workshop where I'm going to talk about using the tarot for different things that people wouldn't have thought about, like how to use tarot for create to develop creative projects. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be like a basic tarot course, but right. I want to kind of thinking outside of the box of how you might use it. Yeah, I want to show people that don't have an experience with tarot and many people who think, you know, it's like woo-woo or, you know. Which is hilarious if they're at a paranormal event and they're going to be thinking tarot's too woo-woo. It's too woo-woo, you know, it's like the cards <laughs> of the devil, you know, um, uh, things like that. Trust me, that happens a lot in paranormal events uh, because you you could have very dogmatic people. people even that, even you, in that community, which is hilarious to me. Oh, yeah, because, you know, that's part of it, you know, yeah. brings out a certain population right. of people who can have very dogmatic ideas because they want to exercise, you know, of your demons. Right. Um, so it's going to be for that, uh, you know, talking about what the cards are, what they mean, but also how can I use this in my everyday life? You know, it's not just about we're going to get a deep reading all the time mm-hmm. from the tarot because one of my, one of my – um, messages I think that are really important to me and I tell friends all the time you know learn how to do this for yourself mm-hmm. you know read read the cards obviously um, you know you're going to get readings from other people because everybody has a different viewpoint right yeah. so like if I want to get a reading from Car- Kelly Fitzgerald like I trust you right. you know I'm not the type that's just going to go to some booth and have someone that I never met before read for me. But, mm-hmm. you know, I know you, I, I click with you. I've seen you, um, on YouTube. I know how you're authentic. So if you read for me, that's a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, but otherwise but I'm going to teach people. Myself. But I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think if we come from a place of understanding ourselves, it's a lot easier to know when we're really clicking with somebody that's going to say something that we need to hear. So it helps to have that basis of your own knowledge. 
Right. But it's that, it's that intuitive thing, you know? Um, and that, that's important to me. So that, that's like a really meaningful experience to me. But I so like I, how you said, though, because earlier you said how, you know, you can take a lot of time, let's say, with a three-card reading and, like, really the whole process of it is, you know, go deep in it. But at the same time, we can also do quick readings that, you know, it's not just for these these very ritualistic moments, these important moments, but I think if we get comfortable with them in all the different moments, it, you know, it brings another flavor. Right, you can use it in very creative ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be a little bit of that, but a lot of removing the woo-woo and the fears, you know. Yeah, um, just kind of get hands-on <laughs> and see what this is all about. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And some of the history, um, you know, I know a lot of people that attend this event will probably not know anything about these, like, really old decks. Yeah. And Are you I, bringing a multitude of decks with you for people to see, or how are you going to approach it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring a whole bunch of decks yeah. <laughs> to um, show people. Um, because, I, I, you know, I really want them to see it. I'm, I'm interested in the history. I know a lot about the history and um, the playing card history, too. You know, we both have a yeah. love of uh, <laughs> yeah. playing cards, you know, and I think you're you're such a generous person to sit there and you go through all these studies about geomancy and then you <laughs> give us... I'm a freak. I figure if I'm going to put all this work in because I get so excited, then might as well let somebody else... <laughs> but I so love that about you it's because it's so generous, oh, you know, I to do so that. Excited. Like that geo, those geomancy videos, I was like, what is this new magic? That's me. When I first, <laughs> literally, when I saw it, it was just a pair, it was just a chapter in a book, on a playing card oracle, the, uh, I think it's called the playing card oracle, something like that. Yeah, the Anna Cortez. Yes, yeah, and it was just like a chapter in it, and when I, I was like, wait a minute, like, is this real? Is this a real thing, or is this something she made up? So then I start Googling it, and I was just like, what? What? I was so excited. I truthfully believe I was a geomancer in a past life because it's that much of a... I've, I've read I Ching for a long time, but, mm. but this to me, and I enjoy it, but this to me was just like coming home. It was like, oh, yes, you and I have something to talk about. <laughs> oh, it's so amazing. And, you know, you hear that excitement come through. And <laughs> um, playing cards, wow, you know, I have such love for them. And that's the tarot. That's what it is, yeah, you know. It's, it is. They're that's playing cards. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people put a lot of esoteric layers onto them. But that's and built that on becomes, over time, yeah. yeah. Right, over time. And that becomes part of them, too, because if you put enough energy into mm-hmm. something you know it does become part of it and you can make all yeah. these connections but and i truthfully don't believe because i do think that sometimes people feel if we strip that away like if we strip the esoteric value that's there now away from the beginnings that that somehow lessens uh the tarot and for me that something starts out as a playing card um and then builds into this what we have now i think that's amazing and i don't think that that lessens any Anything. I think it just shows the amazing ability for for something to grow in this manner and take on energy. Absolutely. And it's also, you know, don't we have to rem- at least for me, mm-hmm. I think it's important to remember you don't want to discount your own power. Mm-hmm. Right. 
because you're using the cards as a tool and yeah. there are so many spiritual tools you can use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Which the same way. I believe it's a tool to shorthand us into our own our own thing. I mean, that's how I approach them, but right. I sure enjoy the tools. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, it's a great tool and there's a reason why you chose that tool. You did that. I wanted to mention that to you. You did this video on scrying. Oh no, that I'm fresh to that, but yes. That was awesome. That <laughs> like, was actually was a pretty cool experience, but yeah, I, that's, that's an, a newer one for me because it's all to me. It's just all visual. These cards, like everything, mm-hmm. is just like this shorthand, and so you can start to use once you get comfortable with the language, the mm-hmm. visual language of of archetypes you can you can get it in anything like you can be watching the clouds and get an oracle reading you can you know grab out a handful of candy and and you see the color patterns and all of a sudden you're popping into oracle like it's a shorthand yeah and it's uh if you if you're a visual person which i'm sure you know i can tell everybody that it's really connected to the tarot is is visual you know you definitely like have that right brain thing yeah you would be attracted to it if you weren't otherwise and um, and like I said, you know, you th- this speaks to you. That the cards speak to you. The cards speak to me. Yeah. And there's and lots let me of just cool- say to wrap it around, your cards speak to me, and I am looking so forward. <laughs> Not that I want you to rush, because I actually don't, because I want it to come out in its own timing and its own beautiful nature. But I do like yeah. being able to see it, and I hope that there's more. Uh, at least one or two more of the videos where you can see the process because I really love that. Yeah, and um, I'm definitely going to put more. I want to put more of those out. And as it gets closer, you know, do even do like some spreads and talk about, mm-hmm. you know, how they work together and for stuff. Sure. I think that would be like a good form for that. For sure. So and, I um, will make sure to put your uh, Instagram name as well as, um, you know, where to find you on YouTube on the podcast. But Thank you so much for doing this. And I'm serious about needing to do a secondary podcast about ghost hunting. (laughs) We will talk. We'll have some stories. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much. And I will see you around for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Kelly. I know we could go on for like hours. I know. I'm like, I've got to wrap this up at least in an hour. (laughs) Even though I'm known for rambling, I do try to stay under an hour. (laughs) Well, I, I think it's good because we rambled a little bit, but lots of times we came we're we're expert ramblers apparently (laughs) yeah okay kelly thank you so much for the opportunity and it was great to actually talk to you in person that was wonderful and uh hopefully i'll talk to you again soon okay thank you so much bye-bye bye